0: Hello and welcome to Don't Stop Us Now. I'm Claire Hatton. And I'm Greta Thomas, and we're on a mission to help you achieve your
1: goals. We're all about sharing the secrets of the world's most innovative and pioneering successful women. Hear their uplifting stories and practical advice right
0: here. Yes, right here. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then why not sign up for our newsletter at hello at don'tstopusnow.co and keep listening for this week's latest episode. Hello, dear Bright Sparks. How are you today? Welcome to another of our mini episodes where we revisit the specific pearls of wisdom that our amazing guests have shared with us. Exactly. Before we dive into this week's
1: episode, a quick request to say if you're getting value from our podcast and the amazing guests we have who so generously share their experiences and lessons, then please do rate and review our show on your podcast platform. Maybe it's
0: Spotify or Apple or whatever it is. It really, really makes a difference. It sure does. And thank you if you already have. And thank you in advance for giving us your ears and your support if you are going to. And now to this week's episode. This week, we're exploring what it takes to really innovate in a big corporate or government organization. Because as you'll hear, innovation isn't just about having a great idea. Often the challenge comes in trying to get that idea off the ground. That's for sure. Now, we
1: spoke to Mandy Birch, an executive with quantum computing company, Rigetti Computing. Mandy also spent many years in the US Air Force in a senior operational and logistics roles in the field. So she knows all about working
0: and being resourceful in large organizations. Exactly. And now she's working in the cutting edge of computing. We asked Mandy if she relies on any principles or key approaches to successfully and creatively solve a problem. Here she
2: is it's important to be prolific with ideas and you can't be too worried that you're going to have a bad idea right uh, for me i always tell my team you know if i say something that's a bad idea Please give me feedback, right? There'll be plenty more. You're not going to hurt my feelings on it. And I try to cultivate that spirit amongst the team as well. You know, be courageous. Don't worry about putting that idea out there. Just go for it. And if we have enough of them, surely some of them are going to pan out. I think another key to innovation, though, and I found this particularly in government, is you can't just have an idea but you have to have the skills to put those ideas into action to sort through which ones are priorities and which will really work out and then how to actually implement that. So give you an example in government in particular, there's a push for innovation in government, but particularly in the US, our government is designed to be stable. So that is really good if you were to have say, a dictator to try to take control, it's good that we have stability and the system won't let that kind of change happen. But it also insulates us from the good types of changes as well. So one of the keys that I found, particularly in government to innovation, is trying to figure out who all the stakeholders are. And and stakeholders come from surprising angles. It's not just about the idea and the technical feasibility of it, but what are all the other parts of an idea that have to come together? Who are the political stakeholders? Who are the end user stakeholders? What are the mental barriers people have to overcome to undertake this technology? So thinking about how do you actually tackle that part of the problem is as important as having the idea itself. You know, you talked about
0: the proliferation of ideas and everything and I know with the work that we do with corporates and stuff, sometimes it's very easy to be distracted by the latest shiny new technology tool or enabler. How do you go about making both priorities and decisions in those kinds of scenarios?
2: Well, I would say it's agile and ruthless prioritization. So we always have a hypothesis going for what's most important. And we try to write out those goals and we try to prioritize what we're doing against those. But it's also a matter of holding them lightly, at least in the technology development business, you can't hold to a framework for very long or you're going to miss the signals that you need to make an adjustment. So I think that's really the key is having a plan, but then being comfortable with it changing.
1: That's great. And, you know, one of the things that we see people struggle with is the ability to pick up on those signals. And I think that that requires you to actually get out of the weeds and up and reflecting. How do you practically do that?
2: I do a lot of exercise, which takes me away from my problems. Uh, I love going for a run, getting out in nature for a hike, going for a swim. And I think just being able to step away from things and put myself in a new environment and, and think uh, is really important. And it's getting harder and harder to find that space. I just had to set some limits on how much time is scheduled on my, on my calendar on a daily basis. But I think finding that time, that personal time where I'm not actually occupied with a task. And, and you know, that includes even reading books, uh, although fiction maybe counts as the time to let my mind wander, but I think it takes that time. There's something that your brain does through good sleep and through time away from directly looking at or working on a problem that allows you to to regroup. One of the things I love about Rigetti is we have a policy of asking employees to take a two to a three weeks sabbatical every year uh, contiguously to be able to refresh and what well, we find that people often come back with their best ideas when they've been able to step away from things and see the bigger picture. People come back quite refreshed.
1: It's so true, isn't it? You know, it can be really hard to innovate when you've been stuck in back-to-back Zoom meetings for weeks or months, and perhaps, you know, juggling kids
0: homeschooling as well. There's just not that much space to take a break. Yeah, I know. And it's ironic, isn't it? Because right now is the time companies and organizations really need to be able to innovate and seize new opportunities as they emerge post this crazy pandemic. You know, at least many people aren't having to commute to the office right now, so hopefully that's creating some possibility for time to get outside or exercise in some way and get a bit of that perspective. Yeah, exactly. And I think spending some time on asking ourselves, what am I doing to ensure I see signals from the market as they arise is a really important and useful question to be stopping and thinking about too, don't you?
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, that's this episode done and dusted. We've got some great conversations coming up, so stay tuned. Not wrong
0: there. And in the meantime, stay safe, have a great week, and hug someone you love if you can. Ciao for now. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered.